Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It's your boy K Troll on this special Wednesday episode. Thanksgiving extravaganza. If you're watching the YouTube video, you see it scrolling on the bottom. I am joined today in a very special episode. Thought we'd done this before. We did some of the names. We didn't do the trivia. We're going to not count that. So we're going to say it's fresh. The John Beckwith to my Jeremy Gray. Wedding crashers, y'all. Ethan Gelfand. What is happening? We are going to have tons and tons of opportunities to meet gorgeous ladies that are so aroused by the thought of marriage that they'll throw their inhibitions to the wind. And who's going to be there to catch them? Grab that net and catch that beautiful butterfly, pal. What do you like better, Christmas or wedding season? Mr. Gray. Yes. Um, the answer would be um, wedding season. Bingo. Hey, I was just kind of studying up on the playbook, even though that's from How I Met Your Mother. But same kind of idea. Rules, playbook, different kind of things. But yes, how There's, are we doing, man? Yeah. I, I do believe they created like a coffee table... Uh, rule book at some point that's got all of the different rules did they okay well i know they actually do have for the how i met your mother they do have the barney's official playbook so yeah I'm saying that that is out there but yeah wedding crashes uh we this is when we first started last season season one it was only like our third episode and we were just kind of toying with the idea of just like oh let's just always be names from different movies we love and we just threw out two character names within the movie so it doesn't even really count so this is true. This That's is true. fresh. This is That's fresh. true. So I feel like oh, this hang is on. Okay. My computer just alerted me that Thanksgiving Day is tomorrow. So just wanted a calendar pop up on that. Oh, good. Good thing. Because I like how did you please tell me that like you put that in there. It's like, ooh, <laughs> remind myself that it's a uh, Thanksgiving. Please remind Set the me alert the one day before. <laughs> <laughs> no um i want to hear about so i uh we're gonna get into wedding crashers a little bit later for sure it's one of the all-time greats and one of my absolute favorites of all time it's one of the giant posters in my movie room here i have a bunch of little posters a bunch of giant posters it's one of the giant ones deservedly so but um i want to get to thanksgiving talk i want to hear about the thanksgiving traditions the gelfand so, Seagert yeah. thanksgiving traditions i know your dad's so, got the many so, hot dogs no doubt so yeah. Yes. So uh, I'll talk about the ones growing up because those are kind of the more I feel like now that we're older and, you know, the blended families, it's kind of they're still forming. I feel like we don't have any like set ones yet right now. Yeah. Uh, but growing up, it was pretty. So, yes, my dad is a very picky, finicky eater. But one of the things like his his one of his biggest food loves in the world are little pigs and blankets. So we would always that would always be our appetizer for Thanksgiving meal would be. Pigs and blankets, just no matter what. And the best part is, it's like, what's crazy about, uh, you know, little hot dogs is when you go to the ballpark, when you're grilling out, how many hot dogs do you eat? Just. Oh, one, two, no, maybe. No wrong answer. One. Yeah, yeah one usually two. it's one. Okay. Usually just one. But when you make these little hot dogs, you can eat like 80 of them. But yeah. then when you do the you math, like I just ate 10 hot dogs, <laughs> like 10 <laughs> full hot dogs. Yeah. And I, I'm it is like, amazing. It's like a separate stomach kind of situation. Yeah. So my dad can just polish off a ton of those. And so growing up, that's what I did too. So yes, that was one. Uh, two was never got out of my pajamas the entire day. That was just spectacular. Get up, Solid. watch the um, watch the parade, and then you know probably watch some football. But then as I got a little older, then it became a tradition where my cousins always came to my house. So where I, when I grew up... Um, my family's all literally across the country. I had some family in New York, had some family in Oregon, had some family in Chicago. Like, so there was no one really within a, a close radius except for my mom's brother. Uh, and he and his family would always come over to our house. And they loved our tradition of 
not getting out of pajamas and <laughs> yeah. eating little hot dogs. And then it always just became a marathon of Nintendo 64. So we oh, play like nice. Mario Kart, Battle Tanks. Uh, those were the two biggies. So nice. those were, that was probably the biggest thing was Parade, Little Hot Dogs, Pajamas, and N64. Nice. I love that. Uh, the the yeah. Nintendo threw me there. I'm not surprised knowing you and your love of Nintendo, but that's a that's a great tradition. Yes, I do love and that. So it's actually um, uh, rewind probably four years ago when we were living in Pennsylvania. Their family came to visit us in Pennsylvania for Thanksgiving, and so we all get together. I literally dusted off the old N64, found like an adapter to hook it up to these new like crazy smart TVs and all that. Yeah. And, we played some Mario Kart and it was just like Let's old times. <laughs> the graphics are so garbage, aren't they? Aren't they so bad? <laughs> uh, they were 3D. Three they were 3D. 3D. <laughs> so uh, I do have a question though, because um, your dad is an academic. He was a former yes. college professor, very prestigious. But yes. um, and you're like a huge sports person, sports fan. Obviously, we're doing a fantasy football podcast. Was watching the football games a big part of the tradition? Was it something like they're kind of on in the background? Did you guys have like a 20 inch TV in your dining room that had the game on and that's the only place you could see it? Like, how, how did that go? So it definitely was not a focal point, uh, you know, especially growing up in Boston, you know, the Patriots would be very rarely be playing, but it's always like the Lions and the Cowboys and stuff like that. So it was never like, OK, everyone sit and gather on the football. It would be in the back room. Background is in another room from where we ate. So it definitely was not a focal point. Uh, I mean, I still loved it. I would love to catch time, but it was never like, yes, it's time to sit down and watch two games. Cause back then it was only two games uh, and, and have that be the thing. So no, but again, yeah. if you ask former guest host, Jason Thurston, that was his family tradition. They would go to the lions game every year. Right. So, right. Which I think would be super cool. If you, if you knew yeah, the would... game was going to be in your city every year, like that's, that's really pretty cool. Yeah. That is pretty cool. We did do a trivia, I think, on this um, last year. Now that I'm thinking back on it, we talked about the tradition of the Thanksgiving game, right? I kind of remember mm -hmm. something about covering, like, it started out as just a, I forget, I think, I can't remember if Detroit was the first city to do it, but there was, we had a whole list of trivia on this whole thing. But anyway. Oh, yes. Um, good times. What about, what about the trolls, man? So I probably mentioned this last year, but the trolls do like my dad's side of the family, the troll family Christmas during Thanksgiving. Right. So right. we always meet up somewhere. Um, it has historically, when I lived in Illinois, um, sometimes it would be, it was always in like North Carolina. That's uh, where the rest of my family was. Okay. And so we'd get together at my grandparents' house and, you know, all the food and wine and drinks and all that good stuff. Uh, as I've gotten older, it's been kind of passed down to my generation to, and my cousins and my brother to kind of host. And so we've kind of rotated around different cities. So we had it in Nashville um, last year. Nice. It's been it's going this year. We're going to be in Chattanooga, actually, because it's kind of in between Nashville and where my relatives are in Western North Carolina. Okay. Um, so we kind of rotated around where it goes. We've been in Winston-Salem before. I have a cousin there, which is was super clutch when I went to Wake. So she's hosted before as well. They have a super nice house. Uh, so it's kind of it rotates around, but it's always a good time. And we do a white elephant. And uh, but we always do that Friday. So it's like Friday to Sunday. So on Thursday now. Okay. Because we live in Nashville, where where my wife's family is, we actually get to go to their house on Thursday and do a Thanksgiving go. dinner, like a proper Thanksgiving dinner. And I'll watch Double football time. all day with her dad. And usually she'll have like <laughs> one or two of her uncles will be there. Um, I get to hang out with them as well. And we'll all just watch. And then we'll go Friday to wherever my family's Chris Thanksgiving Christmas there we thing go, is. There you go, man. I yeah. Like it. okay. It's a big weekend. It's going to be a big um, one for you this year. 
Well, we're hoping. I mean, it's fingers crossed right now. We've got we've got one down with the flu, so we're we're hoping to we're hoping to recover and still be able to hit everything on the circuit. There, we may have to do some divide and conquer, sure. or we may be out of it entirely. We'll see. Seeing if anybody else Dang. falls. Well, Godspeed, Godspeed. Yeah, I know, I know. Tis the season. Yes, but yeah, it's food wise. I will tell you. So, like my wife's family, very traditional. Must be a turkey. Must be a ham. Her mom makes 15 oh. different freaking dishes. Like, I mean, it's oh, yeah. absurd. It is absurd. The amount of food they have for a four person family, you know, and now we've got, <laughs> you know, there's like with kids and, you know, um, husbands. Well, now it's, it's probably like 10 people ish. <laughs> if you get, if you think about it, you really have two dinners. You have your first, the, you know, the, the traditional, the everyone go around the table, say what you're thankful for. Like that dinner is at like two or three. And then you yeah. have second dinner at like five second or dinner. six. So you got to exactly have, right. you know, to go around. Yes. It's like, hobbits. I completely so agree. Breakfast. So second I actually dinner. heard this debate on ESPN uh, earlier in the week and they were talking about their traditions and several people were like, oh yeah, it's a dinner. It's like a five o'clock, like an early dinner, but it's like a dinner. And I was like, no, 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 no. And one, one guy a, was like, no, it's a lunch. <laughs> and then it's another meal afterwards it's a late yes. you know it's like a late snack afterwards like just pick whatever you want whenever you want it there's no official <laughs> sit down time after that because you're all on the couch passed out you get back up and you're like all right i'm gonna go get some more turkey randomly <laughs> you know so yeah keep it warm more like that yes, i agree i a, agree it's a two meal it's a two meal process yeah minimum minimum yeah. Hey, if it were up to we me tried, i have it for breakfast too <laughs> well uh, you're a big turkey man we tried um we tried to pare down the list of options one year and my mother-in-law sent out a, a quick survey and said, Hey, give me your top three items that you, <laughs> they're like must haves for Thanksgiving dinner. And like, we really did pare it down to probably between all the people who answered, we probably had like eight dishes that we were like, really felt pretty passionate about. She still okay. made like 15 things and I'm not kidding. Oh, it's not, it's not exaggeration to so 15 is like about what she makes. I don't doubt it's it. It's insane. I don't doubt it. Okay. So See, before we me, get into the NFL, because we have a busy day today too, I do need to. We need yeah. to settle this debate on turkey and ham because you and I are on different sides of the coin on this. And I think we need to push it mm-hmm. out to our IG and get a survey going. You're a hardcore turkey I man. Swear. I am a hardcore turkey man. Again, yeah. so obviously my dad is uh, very picky about his food. You know, we're also Jewish, so there weren't too many pig products in our house. We didn't keep kosher, True. but there weren't as I many. I mean, the little products. hot dogs. Little, little hot, hot dogs, dogs, but they were kosher hot dogs, Hebrew national. Uh, oh, really? Those are all full beef, no pork. So there you go. Okay. But uh, so yeah, so growing up, it was it was your classic turkey. See, my dad is mashed potatoes and meat, and so and it's good. And so that's kind of what I grew up with is is yeah, turkey. And my mom makes the best gravy, and I'm a gravy guy. I'm a huge guy. I put gravy on. I do anything, like gravy, and it just makes it so good. So my I mom's turkey gravy, not to be confused with like chicken gravy. They're different. Because when you get that turkey and those juices and the drippings in the pan, my God, like you cannot, it cannot be beat. And so the flavor of the turkey gravy, the turkey on the mashed potatoes, get it on the stuffing. I mean, again, put the gravy on it, put it on the pie. It's fine. It's going to be spectacular. So yeah, just give me that classic turkey mashed potatoes stuffing gravy on it all. Count it. Yeah, that's exactly how my wife is minus the gravy. She's not a gravy person, which I can't, I can't uh-huh. figure out, but. I, I'm, I'm with you. If I'm going to eat all that stuff, I want gravy slathered on all of it. I, I don't dislike turkey. It's a little dry in general. And the white meat be. in particular, I'm not a fan of. I'm more of a dark meat Stop. turkey guy if I'm going to eat it. Okay? okay. So I'll start by saying that. 
I'm going to get turkey, which I will usually get a sampling of pretty much everything. I'll get some dark oh, meat turkey. You're going to put it on your plate. It's going to be yeah, there. Of course. Gonna well, I'm going to eat it. It's on my plate, too. So, like, yeah. it's going to be eaten. Uh, I'm not, like, foregoing turkey. and I'm not that much of a hater. But, I mean, honey-baked <laughs> ham, for me, is just so much more flavorful, and it's so much better. Um, but I will tell you, very similarly to you, I'll stack up my mashed potatoes. I'll put some corn in them. Salt that bad boy. Put some gravy on top. I'll get it in a roll. Sometimes I'll open up a roll and stuff some of it in there and make a little oh, yeah, the roll. mashed potato sandwich, you know? Big bread guy. So I'm always about bread too. So I like the addition of bread. Okay. So, and I will say this uh, one Kyle Siegert is great at, at using the smoker. And he yeah. has really kind of turned me on to, sm he smokes a good ham. And I think there was one or two Thanksgiving's where he did that. And I was like, this is pretty dang good. <laughs> this is, I mean, of all, and again, I wasn't a big breakfast guy. I'd have dinner for breakfast. What I would have, we'd go to like breakfast at a restaurant or something. Just give me a side of ham. So good. So of all <laughs> just the meats, give me like, a side of ham for breakfast. Yep, that's all I wanted. Go just to like Denny's or Perkins. <laughs> Everyone's getting pancakes and waffles. Side of ham, please. <laughs> I'm good. Side of ham. So I, I'm, I am coming. Don't get me wrong. I do like a good ham, especially how it's. I'm being introduced to it now with being spoiled by my brother-in-law and how he prepares like the different meats and stuff. So uh, I've come around to it, but we'll never take over a turkey for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just won't. All right. We're going to have to agree to disagree on that one. Um, no hate here. No hate though. I can't no tell hate. you against all you. Love. Let's be honest again, we're eating it all. I'm going to eat it all for days. So yeah. <laughs> I would even double stack it. Honestly, I don't care. Just shove it in my, shove it in my belly. Just straight down in there. Just get it down there. Okay, let's hit some NFL news here. We got some updates around the league. Not a ton since yesterday's episode. It's been, <laughs> it's been one day. Um, we are waiting today to hear about Justin Fields. So that might be an alert on my phone at some point during the pod. Um, since he's on all my rosters, I will know when it happens. Scoop. Um, Scoop. You did not know this, but we talked about Kyle Pitts being injured with the MCL injury. He's on IR now. He's he's done for the, the next IR. four weeks. Probably done for the year. Yeah. It's a grade two strain, a grade two sprain, I think. We thought it was a torn MCL. Uh, not a great injury. He's going to be done for the fantasy year, at least. He was done basically yeah. when it started, unfortunately. He was done in week two when they decided just to have him block. But uh, this one was, I thought, was interesting. The Rams waving Daryl Henderson. They're just such in a free fall, such a crap show. Cam yeah. Akers for the first half of the season is disgruntled, not even playing. Daryl Henderson is quote-unquote playing. At least he's on suiting up and then now they just wave him completely it's like cam Akers, we're good now right you're the guy <laughs> uh, well kyron williams is the guy that's that's what i think was going to happen right. so cam Akers had more carries had more touches kyron williams was on the field for more plays in the last game True. and uh i was surprised by this too because henderson has been like a decent runner you know yeah and he's still young it's not like he's some 10 year just... journeyman you know Injury prone, can never see the field for a full season. I think that McVay was even saying he said something about his knee and all that. It's like, you know what? Just this is a crap season anyway. Let's just be done uh, and, and kind of go from there. But I know we talked about, sorry to jump over back to Melvin Gordon, uh, that obviously he has not landed anywhere yet. He was waived by the Broncos. Did you see his post on social media? <laughs> no. Oh, man. What was it? It was him in the OJ Simpson white chevy bronco with all the cops behind him basically say, like basically just slamming the broncos fan base and stuff like that and it was something <laughs> it was something to be seen funny that it's a bronco i mean there's some humor there exactly. i think that was the uh, okay 
Well, he has not been claimed, so he made it all the way through waivers and was not claimed by anybody. So now I think he has a chance yeah. to like try out for teams and pick where he wants to go. Basically, what do you think? Yeah. You think he's going to land somewhere? I think someone's going to be like, "Yeah." I, I mean, I, I think, think it's crazy to not pick him up. He's still a talented right. runner. He's, he can't hold on to the ball. Just reminds me of Little Giants, or was it Little Giants or the replacements where he? Uh... Orlando Jones, right? That's the guy, That's the, the seven up guy, or it was seven up. Yeah, right. Yeah, seven up. yes. So he couldn't cast the ball, so they literally just put tar on his hands. Like, anyway. Yes, uh, That's the replacement. He's very fumble prone. He's got to be picked up. It'll be. I mean, if Eno Benjamin's getting picked up, you're going to pick up Melvin Gordon. So he'll find yeah, somewhere. Pretty wild. He'll probably end up with some contender. He'll probably go to like the Chiefs, just because you know Ceh has fallen out of good graces there. He'll go there just like a uh, who was it the other year. Maybe on Bell, like that that kind of role. Get like five touches a game. Go on your way to an AFC championship, maybe even a Super Bowl. And it's like, oh, this worked out for me. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think he'd love to sign with a, a an opponent, you know, some divisional rival like the Raiders or oh, the Chiefs. Yeah. I think he would love to sign there because they'd be opponents against both the Chargers and the Broncos. So true. I don't know. He, I'm sure he'd love that. Uh, Sam Darnold is going to be starting for the Panthers. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Woo! Let's yes. go, Sam Darnold. <laughs> and with wow. that, let's go to our picks and pick them update. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, let's just move right on, shall we? Oh my gosh! Oh, so, um, you had yourself happening? a nice week this past week, huh? What? Twelve correct picks. Here? You only missed two games all week. That's that's baller, man. I was pretty happy with myself i mean it started with the lions uh you know i went bold and picked the lions when you were you were egging me on to do it i was like you know what i am gonna do it i talked myself into it let's go they had a great week undefeated still from jeff daniels so and then uh, this was the big one because otherwise i would have been in a tie with uh kyle and, and leslie was the broncos raiders game and i was the only one to pick the raiders and I, I'm not going to lie, I kind of lucked into it that they were able to force overtime, and then Devontae Adams just walked into the end zone. So I was pretty happy. Pretty happy about that. It wasn't a bad so pick. Now, uh, that, was, that was a game where we both wanted, we wanted to hold your nose to both, both teams, so no surprise yeah. there. So it's crazy. Three-way tie between you, myself, and Leslie, with Kyle only two games out. So this yep. is exactly what you want to see. Tight match. Yep. It's anyone's game, man. It is anyone's yeah. game. I am sinking like a like a rock. Um, you say come that, back. but it's like over five weeks you've lost five points. So it's just like one a week. It's not sinking. You just had a little True. hole, and now we're all in the same lifeboat. True, but sometimes you like you lose a couple points, and you gain a couple more, and like I'm just losing every week. I'm losing points every week. <laughs> it's not good. What? Yeah. Um, let's make some picks. Let's, let's find find a way for me to get my points back here. What do you say? <laughs> let's find it. All right, so first, right. Thanksgiving matchup. Jason Thurston will not be in attendance, but he had been in the past. The Bills traveling to Detroit, coming back to Detroit. Maybe they have staying that home field Detroit. advantage now. Yeah, so, they're staying. They stayed there, I think. Yeah, so I guess they didn't fly back. They just said, you know what? Yeah. We'll just be here for two weeks. Yeah, that was kind of the whole the whole thing for them was they got to double up. Uh, I'm going to go yeah. with the Bills on this one, but, you know, hey, the Lions, three-game win streak. I don't know. I'm, I feel a little nervous betting against a tub full of whiskey, so <laughs> I don't know. True. I, I'm going to go Bills, uh, but I'm hesitant. Random tangent. I had a 7 a.m. dentist appointment this morning. First of all, why? That was both what? dumb on my part and their part. But anyway, so I'm driving in, listening to local sports radio, and they're talking, first of all, 
half the people were picking the Lions. I'm like, wow. Uh, <laughs> and then they're basically saying, if they win this game, they should build a statue of Dan Campbell, like right outside the same. Like, okay, if you win this game, you'll be Whoa. five and six. <laughs> you'll be five and six. Like, let's let's wow, pump the brakes here. That so, is, don't get me wrong. That's how far I the franchise what, has fallen. Yes, I loved what I've seen out of the Lions the past three weeks. Uh, heck, even four when they should have beaten the Dolphins. Uh, it's it's definitely a different team than the, the the little dip they had against the Patriots and the Cowboys. So it's great to see they're moving in the correct direction. I just can't see them overcoming the the beasts as the Bills. I know the Bills defense hasn't been playing as great, but it's still Buffalo and yeah. Then now they know the Dude, field. I, I know like the the Bills have been have been not perfect. You know the Browns no. gave them a fight last week. Their defense is not what it has been. They've got some injuries. I don't know. It's it's definitely possible. I, I we're it's laughing possible. about it. We're laughing it's about possible. it, and and not possible like anything's possible. Possible like hey, the Lions are playing well, and the Bills are not. Yeah, it's the NFL, I mean, Josh man. Allen, he's probably not. Josh Allen's not one hundred percent. He's still a little banged yeah. up. Uh, I mean, Lions are getting healthier. DeAndre Swift, maybe no, but I yeah, don't know. I still I don't. Know. Don't, I, I don't think I'm with there you yet. I don't want to over, overthink it, but um, again, yeah. I'm not putting my life savings on this because it's not no. that it's not that much of. A I don't sure think bet. I don't think it's 95 to five world. I don't <clears> think it's that. I think that's, it's that's maybe too like high of a percentage. I think too 65 35. Yeah. Okay, yeah. another Thanksgiving Day game. We've got Dallas hosting the Giants, divisional rivals here. Yeah, yeah. Giants got to bounce uh, back, man. They got to bounce back. They do got to bounce back, but I don't. The, the Cowboys are looking like a freaking buzzsaw right now. I mean, doing what they did to the Vikings, who maybe are showing us that maybe the Vikings aren't what they thought they were, but man, they put on a beating and they're going like this. The, the Cowboys have, have shown that they're in an upward trajectory here and, and looking real good. I know they had that Packers setback, but I mean, this is a this is a pretty dang good team, uh, especially when Dak's playing the way he is. Zeke's out and. Zeke was out, excuse me, and Tony Pollard was just, we didn't even talk about him on Tuesday. We forgot about that, how he had a massive game in the receiving game and and, and rushing line. So I'm going to go with the boys. The Giants are reeling. We talked about it a little bit yesterday that they've got a long way to go still. Like everyone's loving the fact that they're 7-3, which is a great accomplishment considering what they have been in the past couple of years. But it's playoffs are not guaranteed, and especially you know losing to Detroit. You can't have that if you're going to be a playoff team. And obviously they're losing the small weapons they have. Saquon did not look great last week. I know it's just kind of a little setback, but they're going to have to put up a good effort. And I just don't see it against the Cowboys here. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I think the Cowboys are rolling to your point. Dak looks really great. The Giants can't get healthy, man. They just keep getting one setback after another. And so they're down another receiver in Wondell Robinson, who was like their kind of their great white hope in the receiving room. And he's gone. So here's the, here's the thing that bothers me is that, if they had, if you told anyone in New York the Giants are going to win seven games this year with first-year like, yeah. coach Brian Dayball, they'd be like, hell yeah, man. That's a step in the right direction. What's going to yeah. happen now, though, is if they finish the year on a mega slide and they go like eight and nine, you know, which they could because they don't have a lot of talent. Let's just be honest. If they end up like eight and nine, people are going to be so furious because they started yeah. out seven and two. And it's not really totally oh, fair. So kind of sucks. They almost like overshot – uh, kind of um, <laughs> you know, blow their loads that were uh, a little early, early. there. 
Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know. It kind of sucks for them. I feel bad for them, but I hope they can get things turned around again. So I like what Saquon's been doing this year. Yeah. But I got to go. To the As boys. I said, I just think it's good for the game when you have a player like Saquon doing what he's doing. So hopefully he can bounce back, yeah. keep it up, and go for there. Agreed. All right, man. All right, so now you got game. my my Patriots heading to the Vikings who just got kaboshed. What do you think? Curb stomp. Yeah, this is man. This is actually a tough one for me. I don't right? like the Patriots. I, you know that. Like, I don't think this team's that good. That. I don't um, either. But, I, but they their defense. It's always the defense. It's always the freaking scheming. Their offense is yep. is putrid. Um, oh, the Vikings, tough. man, they just got they got so embarrassed this past week. Are they going to show back up and be like, no, that's not who we are. That was a that was a one one week blemish. Or are they going to get embarrassed again and be like, we have serious problems? I don't know. I'm going to very yeah. hesitantly stay with the Vikings on this one, but not going to yeah. stun me if something crazy happens here either. I mean, honestly, if, if you asked me before last week, it's, it's hands down Vikings just because yeah. what they've been doing, Agreed. obviously they've been the Eagles and all that. So they've, they've been, wait, they didn't beat the Eagles. What am I talking about? The commanders beat the Eagles, excuse me. Uh, but they've been looking good. Granted, they were winning close games, but they were, they were winning and their offense looked great. But they beat the Bills. They beat that's excuse me. That's what I was thinking to beat the Bills, and uh, but what happened last week was just so shocking and eye-opening. It's like what just happened. So, man, if I would have, I would be a lot more confident if the Patriots' offense was actually doing something. Don't get me wrong. Mac Mac Jones is having a step back year this year. Unfortunately, granted, half it's because he was injured a little bit, but also just whatever. He has taken a step back. But the, as you said, the defense is the thing that's been carrying them and and giving them those opportunities. And to show what the Cowboys defense did to the Vikings last week, I mean, the Patriots can be just as good defensively as they were. I know they don't have a Travion Diggs, but they have the scheme. They have that. It's just the offense is the big question mark. And playing at Minnesota, man, I'm really torn. I'm going to go home or pick in this one just because – and I. I'm going to, I'm going to go home and pick the Patriots just All right. solely based on the defense. That is. Yeah. Why. I don't think that's awful. And, and I'll tell you the other thing that makes me nervous is this is a primetime game. Now this is a Thursday night game. It's the only no, game. Kirk Cousins does not watching well it. Kirk Cousins, he chokes on primetime games. I'm really yeah. nervous about this pick. I'm not going to switch it, but I, a big part of me wants to. I, I mean, here's the fly. thing. It could either be a new England, like squad, Weaker win, or the Vikings just blow the hell out of them. So, <laughs> if yeah, if they come back on fire and, and motivated, maybe so. I think Justin Jefferson's got to get in the locker room and tell everybody like it's time to step it up. Because yeah. I, I think it's time for him to lead, even as a young player. He's so far and away the best player on that team, at least offensively. I think he's really got to step up and take over. True. All right, we got the Bucks traveling to Cleveland, take on the Browns, who looked pretty pesky last week against the Bills. They did look pesky. They did look pesky, but the Bucks, Bucks are coming, coming off the bye. bye. Week. I think, I think that's what they needed. Uh, I mean, they're old; <laughs> they're a little banged up, so I think the extra time is going to help them. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay here, just because they're in winner die mode right now. They need to keep winning uh, to stay relevant in the playoff picture, just to stay relevant in their own minds. Uh, Cleveland is kind of just buying their time until Deshaun comes back next week. So maybe this is Jacoby Brissett saying, screw you all. I'm going to just either suck or like, I guess he's going to go on a audition. Yeah. He's gonna uh, but I'm going to go sure. with Tampa just because I feel like with Cleveland, it is kind of, you're in a, in a weird situation that you're getting ready for Deshaun Watson next week. 
So are you overlooking this week just to kind of get there? I don't know, but I'm going to go with Tampa coming off the bye and needing it for playoff position. Yeah. Weird emotions going around there. I would, I would imagine um, this could be a sneaky good game too. I'm going to go with the bucks as well. Coming off the bye. I think that's why I think Rashad white's going to show out here. Uh, I hope Fournette does too. I hope they both kind of ball out, but I think the, uh, to your point, I think that the bye week is exactly what they needed. And yeah. so I think they can take care of business here. Again, it, there's yeah. a lot of games like this this week where I'm just like, I'm not putting money on it though. Cause, Cause you never know, man, these are two good defenses. Uh, mm-hmm. In theory, I guess the Buck the the Browns have been kind of exposed a little bit recently, but uh, in theory, two good defenses could could do anything here. Okay, all right, your game of the week right now, revenge game for the playoffs last year. The Bengals traveling to Nashville, buddy. What's gonna What's gonna happen? Man, bad memories on that one. Um, yeah, not a great game during the playoffs. I didn't did not was not happy with that. This is going to be interesting. So the Titans secondary gives up a lot of yardage, but the defense is a bend don't break kind of a defense. Say, they're not giving break. up a lot of points. You know, they're not giving up a lot of points. Their run defense is the best in the league. And so whether it's Joe Mixon or Shimashi Pirine, don't expect a whole lot out of the run game. Now, I don't know how they how they do statistically against like pass catching backs. I haven't dug that deep onto it, but nobody's getting through Jeffrey Simmons. I'll just say that. He's going to be all over Joe Burrow in this game, too. I think he's going to put a lot of pressure on him. Jamar Chase is still questionable. I don't think he's going to go this week. That makes a big difference because if he did, this might be too much for the secondary. I think they can put the clamps on T. Higgins. Tyler Boyd will probably get loose a little bit, um, but I got to go Titans, man. Let's go D. Yeah. Hen right here. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Tighten up. Yeah, uh, I think they still have a bad taste in their mouth from what happened last year. And, I mean, the Bengals defense, man, has not been – great they've they're keeping teams in games and on the on the flip side the titans defense has been stout and i think if they can keep the Bengals kind of on the lower end of the scoring uh and the titans can get some score i think the titans can kind of sweep this one out so i too am going tennessee i think derrick henry's going to be a big difference and if they can get to joe burrow as, as you said your boy simmons is going to that's going to be a, a big difference yep tighten up baby yep all right houston traveling to miami to take on the dolphins I know who you're going for. Davis Mills, Montana. Go ahead. Click it. Davis Mills, Montana. Give me Damian Pierce all day. Uh, no, Miami. They're, I mean, they're they're tied with the Bills right now. They need to keep winning. So this is a this is an easy one for them at home. <laughs> yeah, same here. I think I think this is this is one I, I would consider putting my mortgage on. That's an easy one. That's an easy one. All right. <laughs> a kind of not so again, it, it's all gonna depend on your boy Justin Fields, whether he's playing or not. Um I don't know how easy this one is. So if he's playing, I still don't think it's easy. If he's not, I think it makes the the answer a little bit easier. But the Bears to the Jets. Where, where, where Man, the Jets at? are in disarray right now. They're talking about we're not like, sure who's going to start. They're not even committing to Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, he had a bad he had a bad misstep on a post post game conference about like, hey, do you do you need to help your defense a little more on the offensive side? And he's like, no, <laughs> did you put up three points? <laughs> That is on you as an offense. Like no one's, no one's going to blame you and kick you out of the league for taking a little bit of right. a little bit of the fault there. You know, humble fun yourself. Fact. Just a little bit. Right for the fun fact that Joe Flacco still leads the team in touchdown throws, and he's played three God. games. Holy cow! I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for Mike White in this game. So yeah, if if Justin Fields doesn't play, then I think I definitely go the Jets. The defense has been really good, and the offense hasn't been great, but it's been okay. 
And honestly, he's right. five and two. Wilson's five and two as a starter. So like he's he's done fine yeah. managing the game. Um, if Fields does play, this makes it a really tough pick for me because I think he's a complete difference maker. And mm-hmm. I don't like what's going on in the locker room with New York right now. And so I don't want to make like a contingent pick. I know you get mad at me for that all the time. I'll just go ahead and it just go out with the Jets. Last time. <laughs> it worked out for me. I know that's true. I'll just go ahead and I guess <laughs> just go with the Jets, but I don't feel great about it. Yeah, I, I too am going to go with the Jets solely based on the defense. And that, you know, Wilson King grind out wins. It's not going to be flashy. It's not going to be great. But as you said, he's five and two as a, as a starter right now. And it's kind of similar to the Giants, man. You know, they're sitting at six and four. Had you said through 10 games at the beginning of the season that the Jets would be six and four, you'd be ecstatic. But to see what's been happening with Zach Wilson in the past few games to, to kind of do this slide, it's just like it puts everything out into garbage mode. So uh, I think they need this one just for morale and, for Zach Wilson to, you know, they're now questioning whether he's their franchise guy. And uh, I know, I don't know if you to listen to Mike Greenberg at all, but I mean, he's a, one of the biggest Jets fans out there and, he, and he's saying, you know, that it might be time to, to shut him down. So they need this one. I'm going to go. Mike, with White, baby. Uh, Mike he is the backup. So we'll see. Let's go. Let's do it. All I know, all I keep hearing is that I need to get that just that uh, Zach Wilson rookie card graded and sold immediately. Uh, before Dude, he's out of rather than later. <laughs> before he's out. Yes. All right. We got the Falcons going to Washington to take on the Commanders. This is a tough Man. this is a tough one to pick, right? It is a tough one to pick. Again, the Falcons, I just don't understand them ever, and I can't do it. So I'm gonna just go with the wild card that is Taylor Heineke and go Washington just because I cannot figure the Falcons out. I just can't. I, I don't know why this is eighty four percent Washington. I don't I yeah, don't get right? that at all. I mean, you're looking at nearly the same record. Both of these teams are teams that you don't ever think is going to win, and they've got 11 wins between them. Like, I don't yeah. know. This is – I don't want to watch this at all. It's a puke fest <laughs> for me. I'm going to go Washington as well, but it, Heineke makes you nervous. And Mariota's kind of like Heineke where he's like – he could just take the game over at some point and run oh, for okay. 100 yards, and he'll throw for two touchdowns on seven passes, and you're just like, how did they win that game, you know? Yeah, I, I disagree. I feel like Mariota is completely different from Heineken in the sense that you almost always know what you're going to get from Mariota. You know, as you just said, you know he's going to throw the ball seven to ten times. You know he's probably going to catch about 150 yards in the air, probably about 40 on the ground, and you know they'll scrounge up three touchdowns in a game. <laughs> Whereas Heineke, again, could throw ten interceptions in a game, could also run for five or run for five touchdowns. So, uh, yeah, he, he's the true Charlie Day wild card, wild card, wild card. He's been a little more consistent this year. I will say it's a little disappointing because yeah. the Nathan Favre is. nickname is not totally sticking I mean, this year. But what about with the damn kneeling down to getting the roughing the passer penalty? They won the game because of that. I mean, exactly. this that's, what I'm saying. that's wild card right there. That's not that being a, that a wild card play for sure. That's a wild card move. He probably insulted the guy's yeah. mom while he was kneeling down just so he'd make sure he hit him or something. Like, <laughs> your, mom. your mom out. Yeah. <laughs> Golly. All right. Now we got yikes. The Broncos heading <laughs> to the Panthers. Uh no, no analysis. Just pick it because this is gross. Skip. Skip. <laughs> Skip. I'm gonna go Broncos. Uh Sam Darnold. I'm gonna go Broncos. The Broncos defense. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Broncos based early on defense. That's it. Done. Same. All yeah. right. How about the Ravens traveling to Jacksonville to take on the Jags? How about them Ravens? Uh, again, they looked gross last week, and that should have been a gimme game, and yet it wasn't. 
and this is why it, it's infuriating for me to ever pick the Ravens, but I'm going to pick the Ravens just because they infuriate me and they somehow will still grind out these games. Of course, the one week I'll play Lamar Jackson in fantasy, he'll go off for 80 points, but every other week he gets five. So whatever, I'm just mad and I'm just going to go angrily with the Ravens just because the Sounds Jaguars like unfortunately um, are kind of toast. Yeah. This one could be a bit of a shootout as well. These defenses have not performed like you want them to. The offenses are decent. Um, I I was looking at this last night, and again, I don't know why this is 95% Ravens. I mean, they they did not look good last week. And the Jags no. hung in there with the Chiefs, at least, you know, yeah. going out of the bye. They've got playmakers, at least. I They have a better – I think they have a better offense than the Ravens. Like, playmaker-wise, there's more guys. Oh, wow. They don't have a Mark Andrews. They don't have a Lamar right. Jackson. So there's two X factors there that the they whole... just don't have. The full body of the offense, I do think it can compete, if not be better than the Ravens. I agree because you got your boy Christian Kirk. ETN's been awesome. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is is definitely improved. So, I mean, they got the pieces. I'm I'm gonna be totally crazy. I'm gonna go with the Jags at home, man. I'm gonna do it. I'm one of the five percent. <laughs> wow. What if it'd well be funny if I clicked on it and it went up to like six <laughs> percent? <laughs> just jumps right up. They're only uh, you six know what? I'm not mad for it. Because I, I literally yeah. just hate the Ravens. I hate them so much. And I always just I hate know. picking them. I hate picking I against know. them. I just hate them with a passion. We both have trouble so. picking them, these games with them. This could be a 40 to 6 blowout, or it, it could be a great game, or the Jags could get up on them. And I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, watch it be like 30 to 5 Jacksonville. Quote me on be that. Awesome. It's on record. It's on <laughs> there record. it is. There it is. <laughs> All right, Chargers heading to Arizona to take on the Cardinals, who just got absolutely stomped Whomped. in Mexico City. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I mean, it was close. They were winning. I'm just saying the Cardinals were winning. They were and up. You were a little nervous. You were nervous when DeAndre Hopkins started hot. You were nervous. because uh, I needed I 30 nervous, points from him. <laughs> I needed 30 points from him, and he had like 15 in the first quarter. I'm like, oh my God, this could happen. <laughs> and unfortunately it did not. That's they stopped playing. Uh, I'm going Chargers here again. Keenan Allen's coming back or is back and getting back more into the fold of things. The Cardinals are, I mean, you're playing Trace McSorley. Don't get me wrong. I love the Penn State guy, but uh, when you have to bench Colt McCoy to play, play Trace, things are not going well. So I'm going LA. Not good. McSorley was pretty good with the Ravens for a little bit there. He was. Uh, I gotta go Chargers as well. Getting healthier, at least with Keenan. Mike Williams probably going to miss here after aggravating that ankle injury. But you've always got Mike Eckler. took a step back this year anyway. He was infuriating. Yeah, and Josh Palmer's been good. Um, he's been good. And DeAndre Carter's a nice addition there too for a third receiver. So I'm going to go Chargers as well. Herbert's. I think he's. I think he's feeling better. I mean, he was banged. He, that that rib injury probably lasted longer than we knew. And um, mm. of course, we don't have anyone to throw to that that hurts too. But having Keenan back, I think, is a huge safety valve for him. So I'll go Chargers. Okay. All right. Now we've got the Raiders going to the Seahawks. Don't have to change time zones. They don't have to go across country. They're just going up. It's going north. They're just going straight up. Yep. All right. So um, Raiders are riding high off that overtime win against the Broncos division rival. Like they feel pretty good. That was after one week after Derek Carr's crying, you know, for losing the game and all that. Um, yep. But Seahawks coming off the bye. I think because they were on a bye last week, we kind of forgot how pesky of a team this was and how much momentum they had kind of going into the bye. So I'm going to go Seahawks here. I think they've got enough weapons to get it done. Geno's playing great ball. Raiders still not impressed by them. 
I'm going to go crazy here. I'm going to pick the Raiders. And you the are. reason why is, again, I, I like the Derek Carr that Von Dan took up, and I think it's finally connecting. I think they're kind of realizing, like, we just need to feed him every time. And True. Josh Jacobs is playing really well. I think coming off the bye, Geno Smith actually woke up and realized, like, oh, my God, I'm Geno Smith. And it's like they're going to go back and revert. So, Oh, really? I think, That's a prediction. Um, yep. He's going to wake up and realize, wait, who am I? I'm the guy who threw wait, five no. interceptions for the Jets. Uh, so, yeah, upset special, Raiders. Got oh, man. Sleepy, okay, I like sleepy it. Seahawks team. I don't think they're sleepy. I think they're trying to make a playoff push. Nope, sleepy. All right, Rams traveling to Kansas City. This is going to be game of the week. Ew. Ew. Potentially John That's Walford here. Stafford's still in concussion protocol. I don't think he's going to play. Walford, if he's healthy, will play. Bryce Perkins is the other backup that could get in there. Come so, on. how is this ninety six to four? But yet the other, who is the ninety nine? Wasn't there a ninety nine? Oh yeah, it was the <clears throat> Dolphins and the, the, the Dolphins Texans. in Houston. That's how probably is this fair. not ninety nine? This should, this be, should I'm be going Chiefs. This is I'm going Rams Chiefs. Done. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going done. Uh, another one that's pretty going to be lopsided is the Saints against the surging Niners. I mean, although I feel like the Niners always do this, it's like, yes, they're the team to beat. They're the ones like, there, watch out. And then they go and lose a game like this. You know, they had just gotten Christian McCaffrey. He's like, oh, they're going to play the Chiefs. They're going to upset the Chiefs. They get stopped by the Chiefs. Um, I mean, I'm not picking against them. I'm picking the Niners. I know it's your turn to go first, but I'm picking San Francisco. <laughs> but I, and don't get me wrong, growing up, San Francisco was my second favorite team because of Steve Young. I love them behind the Patriots. So I always want them to do well, but they're always fr- the past couple of years. They've just been so frustrating that they should be better than they are with what they have. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's true. They haven't had Christian McCaffrey before, though. And I think this team, like that first week against the Chiefs, like he was brand new. He played decently. He played a few snaps, but he didn't do a whole lot. This team is like loaded on offense and loaded on defense. And this is a dangerous, yeah. dangerous team for the second half of the season going into the playoffs. If they can stay healthy, Brandon Ayuk has been really nice for them. Kittle has been a stud. Debo, who's been kind of quiet, but you know what he can do. And Elijah Mitchell coming back really bolsters the run game, too. He's a great between-the-tacklers runner. He's He was a stud by himself anyway. You throw in McCaffrey, who's a, a dual threat, like, that is a dangerous team, man. Mm-hmm. Here, real, I know you just mentioned Brandon Ayuk. Uh, real quick, did you see against the, the Cardinals how he scored a touchdown – he threw the ball kind of like in celebration slash defiance. <laughs> and then this was his reaction after he, did it. He, goes, he hit a camera dude in the junk. <laughs> and so oh. he, he saw, he goes, Oh no. So then like McCaffrey went over to the camera dude and they all went over like, sorry, you're all right, dude. <laughs> so oh, you're all right. Cute. Yeah. Hit him right in the junk. Yikes. Not, Yikes. Not um, I did not see that, but that is that's not good. <laughs> not fun. Slightly different yeah, than Dennis Rodman, who intentionally kicked the cameraman in the nuts. True. That was such a dick move. That was a that was yeah. literally a dick move. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Nice. See what you did there. Literally. All right, Packers All right. heading to the now Eagles. Gonna, Look at this one. No, I said now I'm gonna let you go first since I snaked oh, your okay. first pick last time. So pa- Packers you to did. Eagles. I'll let you go this time. Eagles are making me a talk. little bit nervous, man. Chinks in the armor, you know, like they they've they had to squeak out that victory last week. Although I think the Colts are kind of playing some passionate football. Um, Packers, you love Jeff Saturday. Listen, the Packers, um, they they did lose the Titans. Titans are a great team. 
Um, but Chris, they found something with Christian Watson, and I think he's I think he's legit. Uh, I'm still going to go with the Eagles just because of the defense, and I think their offense is a little more competent in general. They've been rolling this year, but these teams are kind of similar, I'd say, really, because the Packers' defense is solid as well. And um, the only difference here is that I think that the Eagles have got confidence in their offense, whereas the Packers are still trying to find it. Yeah. Uh, I Basically, all the same things you just said, mainly the defense kind of carrying them and, and Green Bay – if they're playing a good defensive team, that's that's harder on them just because they they can't put up the same amount of points. So the Eagles have the potential to score a lot, uh, a touchdowns with the the playmakers they do, and Green Bay can't keep up with that. So I'm just giving a slight edge to the Eagles' defense and the fact that they have the capability to score points. I know they didn't last week, but uh, going Eagles. This would be this could be a sneaky game though. Like this is one Packers yeah. could actually a classic win. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, because they've got they've gotten healthier. I think Dobbs is still out, but they've got Watson now healthy. They've got Lazard in there. Randall Cobb came back. Tunyon's in there, and, AJ and Aaron Jones is playing great there. I mean, like they've got they've got some weapons. I don't know about Sammy Watkins. It's not, not sure. week one anymore. That's all it is. Yeah, it's not week it's one. Not so week who one. cares? All right, Monday Night Football. We've got the Steelers traveling Ooh. to take on Jeff Saturday and the Colts. Who you got? Ugh. Ugh. Gross. I'm gonna go Colts. Just I know you. I know you're gonna pick the Steelers. You love using Kenny Pickett. You love him <laughs> so much. Uh, but I'm I going Colts. Just Pickett. again, they they played well enough to beat the Eagles. I know they didn't. They gave up that last drive. But you know Matt, Matt Ryan, I think is a steadying force. Everything's everything coming out of that locker room is that he has been such like a good leader. Even when they benched him for Sam Ellinger, he was kind of doing anything he could to help Samuel on the way. Didn't work. Maybe he was poisoning. Maybe like he was that. sabotage. But, yeah. uh, Jonathan Taylor's kind of coming back into form. So I'm, I'm going to go Colts at home. This is a tough one for me because I also love Jeff Saturday and I love what's going on there in Indy. And so I'm kind of like, ugh. I don't know. I've been, I've been really back and forth on this one. I think I'm going to go with the Steelers to your point. I don't love Kenny Pickett. I, I think he's a turd of a person, but um, <laughs> I think he's a decent player. I think he'll be good in the NFL. I think George Pickens is a stud. Deontay Johnson has kind of fallen off a little bit. Najee played well last week, thankfully. Fryermuth is a stud. Um, the Colts, like, I'm so glad they've got Jonathan Taylor rolling again. I want to see Michael Pittman, like, being a stud. So again. do I. I like, he has so not do done I. that much this year, and and I really went in high on him this year. Um, the Steelers' defense is healthy again. That's And T.J. Watt coming back has made a huge difference. Now, this mm-hmm. is going to be, I think, a pretty low-scoring game because I think the Colts' defense is also really good. But I'm going to go Steelers. I don't feel great about this one, honestly. I'm going to do it, though. <laughs> Why not? I'm gonna do. It. I'm gonna do it. I'm a point. Give me a tie break. Give me a tie break. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight points. Thirty-four. Right. <laughs> Thirty-four. I like you. You had that number. You were. You were oh yeah. To see what I. Had. Oh yeah. I, like I already it. had that. Um. Yeah. There it is. Okay. There's our picks. All right. The picks are in. Now you know what it's time for, though. It is time for some winning crushes trivia. Trivia. <laughs> I feel like you should be like coming down the aisle. Nine right. Nine Red Balloons. Speaking of which, we had a Nine Nine Red Balloons reference recently. That's one of the big songs in Wedding Crashers as well. That's true. It um, is. Or Shout. Yeah, what if, Shout's one of the big ones. But Shout's a big one. What uh, a just fantastic movie. All right. Just all the way around. One of the one of the greatest. It is. One of the all-time greats. Probably a little, comedies. Probably a little dated now, but it is one of the greats. Just like with smartphones and crap. I just feel like that's a changer. It's tough. Google, Google these you think people. that the fact that they don't have smartphones in the movie makes it 
agree, less I agree, believable I agree, somehow. I agree. Yep. Because they're not Googling yeah. these people's names and stuff. Is that what you're talking about? Yep. Interesting. Okay, just fine. Saying. All right. So I've got six questions for you. One is more just for fun. Uh, cause I know you just give me crap about it anyway. So I came up with a sixth question. All right, I'm but sure anyway. it's going to be like, who was supposed to play? Isla Fisher's part I love this movie. I do love those. I just always find those interesting. Like, did you know this guy was supposed to be so-and-so? Oh, that's why you would love the fan check podcast. I would, I would. All right. We'll start off medium to hard. And then the others are pretty easy. Okay. So Jeremy <laughs> says that the Cleary witty, it will be the blank of all weddings do you want me to give you multiple choice yes <laughs> okay so jeremy says that the cleary wedding will be the blank of all weddings will it be the super bowl of all weddings the kentucky derby of all weddings or the final four of all weddings i think i'm gonna go kentucky derby it is Kentucky Derby. I was trying to think, like, when I was doing the multiple choice, I was like, damn it, there's no, like, equivalent to the Kentucky Derby. That one just stands out. He's going to pick that one. But, yes, it is the Kentucky yeah. Derby. Yeah. Yeah. Now that, yeah. I mean, I kind of remember that. I don't think I would have I would have not gotten that offhand. In fact, I might have just said Super Bowl. So, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, Final Four, I knew it wasn't that. I mean, that's. Yeah. That's I didn't want to say, like, not... I guess I could have said World Series would have been a good one. I should have said World Series. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, Kentucky Derby is correct. One for one. There you go. All right. Here we go. What is John's nickname for Jeremy? You even called me this earlier in the week. I called you this? You did. Oh, he's got a lot of nicknames. I mean, hmm. it's one of the big ones. There's Big Fella. Big guy. It's two sounds like gibberish words, but it's not. It's not Baba Ganoush. That's not like a. Baba that's Ganoush. not his nickname, though, is it? That's not his that's nickname. What he calls him a few, that's you know what he calls him. Same idea. Baba Ganoush. I thought it was just they both, no. They both say that. That Baba Ganoush is almost like a salutation, like a greeting, like a. I thought it was how he referred to Jeremy, but Bobby Gan Baba Ganoush extra special forty four. 44 long jacket he got for him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yes, it is one Baba Ganoush. Okay. Two for two. When Jeremy and John are sitting in the church and Jeremy stares at one of the girls, John says, don't waste your time on girls with blank. Hats. Hats is correct. <laughs> right? Don't waste your time on girls with hats. <laughs> oh, very Yes. yes. All right. <laughs> this one's kind of dark, but it's kind of funny. Um, no, anyway, maybe I shouldn't. I'm going to do it anyway. What is the name of the anti-suicide book John is reading when Jeremy comes to try and make amends? I'm reading books about how to not kill myself. <laughs> Many books to not kill myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man. <laughs> I can't think of it. I'll know it when you say it because it it's some. Um, yeah. he, he doesn't like say it. Of course, you just see the book. It's see it. He's holding it up, but he just throws. It. I'm, I'm reading. Don't, don't kill, kill myself. Book. Books over here. It is called "Don't Jump." Don't jump. <laughs> it's pretty dark. <laughs> pretty dark. All right, three for four. All right, 
John and Jeremy are invited to the Cleary's house after the wedding. During dinner, what does John put in Sack's wine? Um, a laxative. Makes him poop himself pretty bad, right? He puts some he puts some drops in there, like uh I don't know if it's like Ipecac or whatever. Puts drops uh, in there. I'll give you partial. You said because the fact you went to drops, eye drops. You just put in eye drops. Oh, it was just regular eye drops? Just regular old eye drops. That's all I put in there. And that's what made him violently ill. It's more of the throwing up, not as much as the other end. It's more of the True. throwing up. Okay. So, yes. Eye drops. I guess I I'll give you half like a, a point. I thought it was like a poopers drops kind of thing. If you had just said laxatives, not a point. But then you changed it to drops of some form. But, like, okay. You said <laughs> drops. I'll, I'll allow it. So half a point. Four and a half out of five. Do you want the bonus question? Oh, sure. You might as well give the people the bonus question. I don't necessarily want it, but go ahead. How many rules are there for crashing weddings? Oh, man. See, I knew you'd be angry. Um, I'm going to go with 143. Ooh, you were close. It's 119. Ah. I almost went 125. This is gonna be my first guess. <laughs> I've been really close. You've been there like, you go, Whoa. man. Four and a half out of five. Pretty All right. good. Well done. Well done. Is there do they mention rule number 119? Do they mention that one specifically? I don't think so, right? Yes, because that is the one because that's including the one he makes up at the end. Uh, what was it? You can't like don't walk away while wearing a funny jacket or something like that. Like, that's not even a rule. <laughs> <laughs> Can't walk away while wearing a funny jacket. <laughs> there it is. Uh, I like the uh, updated family tree. Obviously, the no yep. excuses play like a champion is like the most popular rule number seventy six. Yep. That's the most popular one used. <laughs> I but feel like the uh, it should be don't waste your time with girls with hats. That should be a rule. Don't waste your time with girls with hats. No sulking uh, in the corner. <laughs> Draw no, attention to yourself, right. but in a good way. Yourself, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I do. That deserves a rewatch. That does deserve one. And again, that's oh, like Bradley Cooper's coming out party. That's when he was before he was big. As he was sacked. Yeah, he was uh, sacked. RISD. Don't forget about RISD. RISD makes an appearance. Yep. Todd's <laughs> going to RISD. There was a nude gay art show. There was a got my nope. sock jammed in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I can make it rain out there. I was all state. I mean, there's so many. Uh, the crab quail hunt. Football. Crab kicks of football. The quail hunt. Quail are overpopulated in this area. <laughs> Mr. Environmentalist over here is trying to kill some birds. Quail are overpopulated. Yeah, right. there's so there's there just so so many. I mean, when maybe it first a bicycle out, clown. Like, of course, and then Will Ferrell shows up. Ma the meatloaf. Will Ferrell, fantastic. The Ma the meatloaf. My kids are saying that now. Chaz Reinhold. Yeah, yeah. yeah Chaz. Just fantastic all the way through. Yep. One of the all timers for real. It is an all-timer. Definitely top five comedy. Probably top 10, top 15 movie. So, so just same. Yep. Well done. Agreed. Agreed. All right, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. All right. Let's get an update on Run Your Pool on our fantasy league here where I crushed it yes. yet again. I won by 40 points last week. I had Tony Pollard, yeah, who Tony, you mentioned earlier. Tony Pollard show. That was the Tony yep. Pollard show by far. Christian Watson, so. as I predicted, two more touchdowns against the Titans. Dak had a big game. 16 pot points for my kicker, Brett Maher, who had like 23 points in most fantasy leagues where you get extra points for distance. Yeah. <laughs> that was incredible. 
this does not give us that. And I still got 16 points. Ridiculous. Yeah. So I am now up 146 points on the season. I even had like a not bad week, but Tony Pollard. Damn it. Yeah. You had like 105 or something. That was not a great week. It's just fine. It's fine. I think they're like gradually going to get there. They should gradually get lower. Right. As you you use all your studs, but. Uh, All right, man. So why don't we just uh, go bang, bang. So you got, who's your quarterback? I'm rolling with Justin Herbert this week. Ooh. Okay. Didn't know he was still available for you. I'm going with uh, his draft counterpart, Tua. Going with twos. Tua. Here's the problem with Tua, and and I'm not going to do this on every player, but Houston has a good pass defense, quote unquote, because their run defense is so crappy. And so the expectation in most games is that teams just run all over them and don't have to pass much. You may not see as much from Tua as you're hoping. Well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I know you are. Anyway, running backs. Who you got? I got Latavius Murray. It's out with Get vengeance. it. <laughs> the new confident starter himself. I'm yep, rolling with uh, Devin Singletary in my first spot here. The Bills. Had him Let's last go. week. He had a good little week for me last week. I know. He's got the uh, Lions this week. Boy, Let's go. Going with our boy, Kenneth Walker. I, too, am going with our boy, Kenneth Walker. All right. Yep. Let's roll. Okay. Uh, going fresh off the bye, Chris Godwin. He already got his touchdowns. Just open the floodgates. Nice. Boy, I sure hope so. <laughs> I've got Amari Cooper at home this week. At home. Let's go. Watch out. At home. Uh, going against, going with the uh, Bills again, Gabe Davis against those Lions. Yeah, you don't know. I mean, he's a hit or miss player. He could have a huge week with three touchdowns, or he could have two catches for 40 yards. I, I'm hoping for that one yep. for your sake here. But I'm going to go okay. Tyler Boyd. I mentioned him in that Titans matchup. Uh, ben, don't break defense. I think Higgins will have a good yeah. week too, but I think he's going to get the blanket coverage. Boyd might be open more. Okay. Going with your boy, Austin Hooper, off that two-touchdown game. Let's go, Austin. I mean, I would never take a Titans tight end. because If you could take like the collective all Titans tight ends, I would play it every week, but you cannot. <laughs> and you don't know who it's going to be. Um, but yeah, be I hope he has a great game. I'm going with Dawson Knox in that uh, Detroit-Buffalo Dawson. game. So I know you're trying to get a lot of... Trying to get a lot of Buffalo exposure there. I'm going with Las Vegas, Daniel Carlson for my kicker. I'm going Nick Folk against the Vikings because Brett Meyer got me 16 points last week against those Vikings. <laughs> Let's go Patriots. 16 points from your kicker. Come on. Nick Folk. Can't believe he's still in the league slash on the team. Uh, and then I'm going with offense is going to wake up. Garrett Wilson. Let's go. <laughs> Let's Garrett go. Wilson's been so frustrated. He's been so frustrated yep. recently. He's like every other receiver on that team now. He's like, oh, I see why you guys are mad. Yeah, no, I'm also I hated here. <laughs> I also hate it here, too. I'm going with uh, Josh Palmer for the uh, Chargers. I'm going to pair him with Justin Herbert. I'm going to go ahead and use him while Mike Williams is out. While you can. Good thinking. Yep. And I'm going with Baltimore against them Jags. I don't know. I don't know. I played Baltimore last week. It was a great pick. Because they were playing Carolina. Guess who's playing Carolina this week? They're both big The Broncos. They're both the Broncos. And I'm taking the Broncos defense against Sam Darno. Let's go. Game over. (laughs) Game over. All right. Well, I got Tua, Latavius Murray, Kenneth Walker, Chris Godwin, Gabe Davis, Austin Hooper, Daniel Carlson, Garrett Wilson, and the Ravens defense. I'm rolling with Justin Herbert, Kenneth Walker, and Devin Singletary, Amari Cooper, and Tyler Boyd. Dawson Knox, Josh Palmer at the flex, Nick Folk for the Patriots, and the Broncos defense against Sam Darnold. 
that's a game changer right there. Broncos. Game changer. Broncos country, I mean, let's ride. Broncos. We need to do it better the week. And I'm looking through at our picks and pick them to see the games we pick differently because that's usually where this is derived from. We've we obviously got the Raiders and Seahawks. We've got Patriots, Steelers, Vikes. and Colts. And we've got the Patriots and Vikings. You took the Patriots, right? And the Vikings? Yeah. So what do you think? Ooh. Um, Not the sure. Patriots because there's no one on that offense that I want. <laughs> Neither the Steelers. I mean, Steelers, Colts, I guess you could. Uh, and then what was the other Ra- Raiders, Seahawks? Raiders, we just did Seahawks. Raiders last week. So I guess yeah, it's true. Steelers, Colts. Okay. <laughs> All right. Spin that wheel. Spin that wheel. Wheel of names. Oh, I got to find the wheel of names. I mean, do you know who you're taking with the first pick? Yes. Okay. Here is the wheel of names. You are red. I am blue. Boop. Bing, 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 bing. Wheel oh, of no. names. Keep going. Keep going. Keep <clears throat> going. No. It's me. Never. Okay, um, I'm just gonna go ahead and take Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, I'm gonna take Matt Ryan and Kenny Pickett. I was gonna say take both quarterbacks. It's <laughs> 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 not a terrible play, but I don't think that's gonna win. <laughs> um, I, I just gotta pick win. the right person here. It all comes down to this pick. So I'm between Fryermuth <laughs> and Pickens. <laughs> you know, Fryermuth. I'm between Fryermuth and Pickens, actually, because Fryermuth is good for Najee? I'm not even thinking Najee, honestly. Uh, uh, he did have a good week last week, but I don't have a lot of faith in him, man. He's been off this year. Kyle Seeger was correct. He picked Chase over Najee. Of course, Chase has been hurt. Oh, boy. Pickens? Well, now you got me thinking about Najee. I don't think I want to do that, though. <laughs> two running backs Pickens. versus two quarterbacks. It would be kind of fun, actually. All right, screw it. I'll do it. Why not? Running backs and quarterbacks. That'll be fun. Running backs. I say Jonathan Taylor and Najee Harris have more points than the quarterbacks in this game. Kenny Pickett and Matt Ryan. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Well, I say the quarterbacks of Matt Ryan and Kenny Pickett will have more points than the running backs of Jonathan Taylor and Najee Harris. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Oh, man. That's a good one. I knew when I took Taylor first, (laughs) I was like, if I was him, I'd take both quarterbacks because that's usually the right play. But. Man, we've been seeing some quarterbacks get like six and eight points this year a lot. Yeah. So honestly, you've obviously quarterback seen it play, firsthand. Yeah, quarterback play has kind of hurt my team this year, and it's quite unfortunate. So yeah, so right. it's not a oh, yeah. It's not so a lock. before before we do sign off, we do have to say congratulations to you. You did win our rivalry rivalry week game. I know it wasn't the official rivalry week, but it was ours. Uh, so congrats to you. You did. But once again, whenever I our teams you. play each other, it is the worst. Like we have the worst performances of the year on both of our ends. Neither one of us scored a hundred points. Um, you ended up winning, I think, by like 14 points. It was like 99 to 85. And weirdly enough, it came down to Duke Nukem himself, which I, I thought he might weirdly enough pull it off, but he didn't. So uh congrats to you, my friends. Well done. I gotta admit I was a little nervous. You were down 30 going into Monday Night Football with DeAndre Hopkins left, which which is really sad anyway, because that means you had like less than 70 points <laughs> with one player remaining. So <laughs> That's bad. how bad of a week you had. Uh, it was I, a true defensive get, struggle. We always have these. Always. Saquon was a no-show. Obviously, Goff got me six. Like when Allen Robinson is my second leading scorer, that's not a good thing. Like not uh, good. Not good. Um, yeah, so I crushed you. I absolutely crushed you. And so that's 2-0 for rivalry weeks for me. I crushed my brother. I crushed you. 
Get out of here, rivals. Easy with the word crushing. Easy. Crushed it. Easy. It's like a 20% victory. Pretty big. <laughs> wow. That's what she said. But anyway, congrats right. to you. Uh, we are both now five and six, trying to fight for that final playoff spot. A couple weeks to do it. So it'll be interesting to see how it all unfolds. Uh, yep. So, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We hope it's happy all happy and healthy. Get lots of good food. And, yeah, man. Happy, happy Thanksgiving to the trolls and the boss camps and the all all the fans are out there. The Gal fans Same and Seabirds will be enjoying our food and time together. So until next time, keep on folding. Fold it. <laughs>